You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles in the half shell. Turtle power. Greetings, everyone. It's America's favorite foreign exchange alien student uh, here to tell you about what happened in games this week. It's one um, of us, but you'll never guess which. That's what? Oh, yeah, it's one of us. You're <laughs> never going to know which one. Uh, I'm Scruff McCruff. <laughs> like the crime dog? Yeah, he took a bite out of crime. I'm Billy Corgan. <laughs> and I'm the ghost of Tsushima. Oh. Oh. See, at least mine was game relevant. Jesus. I'm sure Scruff McGruff had a game. He did. It was terrible. I was making a really... It was like a web game in the 90s. Sure. I was making a really obscure McElroy Brothers reference. There... I don't know if you guys ever played... um, Nope. Back in the days of Nickelodeon. Back in the days of AOL 4.0. I mean... With speeds up to 56K. Yeah. Oh, my God. You could search AOL keyword Nick, and it would bring you to the Nicktoons website, and there were some games you could play, and it was right around the time of Halloween. And there was this Halloween game where you were a homeowner giving out candy to trick-or-treaters. Mm-hmm. And they'd show up at your door and you have to pick a piece of candy to give to them. And then you could give them like the caramels or you could give them like uh, some other candies or or black licorice. Oh, So the ones you hated? To the ones you hated. And they, if you gave a kid black licorice, they would their voice would distort and they'd be like, black licorice? I don't like black licorice and their face would twist and oh these would have teeth black come out licorice. and it was nightmarish That's terrifying. and they'd start getting up in your face about it and you'd slam the door. Was this during like the Are You Afraid of the Dark yes. era? That's yep. terrifying. I don't remember that one at all. See, at that point in time, this if, is like shortly you, before Courage the Cowardly Dog if came If you out. were on keyword Nick, that means you were like, what, five? This was, let me, let me give you, uh, the year was 1997. Okay, so I was already 10. 1999, sorry. Okay, so I was already 12. We were just running Windows 97. Yeah. <laughs> I was 12, so by that point, I was already on, like, Cartoon Network's website. Uh, yes, they had the better games. to the good stuff. They had the better games. Well, to be fair, Nickelodeon had Rugrats, which was, like, their big yeah. claim. I liked the Disney games, because they were usually geared. Oh, they, were, they slapped. They were usually geared more towards girls, so it was a lot of, like, dress-up games, which was my shit. Yeah, there was Still the Impossible game. Yeah. Fuck it was yeah. amazing. It was great. Can I share a weird thing that happened that's actually like old school game related? Do it. So for years, years, I've been haunted by this hot dog stand game that I used to play in school when we were like 12. Back when keyboarding was a class that you had to take because they recognized that we were moving into a new technological era. We hadn't been raised with keyboards and typing on computers. They were going to have to teach us how so that when we got to college, we wouldn't be like old people are now. So this was easily 15 years ago. We played this hot dog stand game that would teach you how to use a computer, but also how to manage money. You'd make the prices of your hot dogs, what toppings, your drinks, your sides, whatever. And you just manage your money. And at the end of the day, it would be like, you did a great job. You made a lot of money or you fucking suck. You lost all your money (laughs) in your hot dog stand at this baseball game. You have talked about this game for almost eight years. And I go, no, I've never played that. And now that you've describing it even more, (laughs) you played it. 
Wait yeah. a fucking second. I played this in like the sixth grade. Yeah. And it was very like, I remember blue and yellow was a very yeah. consistent theme with it. I tried for over probably 10 years to find it. Like once I was in high school, I started trying to find it again because I was like, that game was fun as hell. Couldn't find it. Years go by. I'm now an adult and I'm telling people about this game that I played because some of our friends are way younger than us and they never had keyboarding class. And I'm like, it was this hot dog stand game. I swear to God, it was real. Cannot find it anywhere. Searched archive.org. I searched everywhere on the internet. Could not find it. Couldn't even find a single person on this planet who also played it. Like not even on Reddit. Anywhere. Nobody would also agree that this game existed at one point in the early 2000s. And finally, like six months ago, I happened to just type hot dog computer game into Google. And Google was like, oh, did you, were you talking about this? This hot dog game? And I click on it. And it's exactly the fucking hot dog game that I played. Down to the colors and the name of it, which now I don't remember, but I know that it's it existed. I'm so like mad that it haunted me for so long. <laughs> and it was as simple as like waiting long enough for someone else on the internet to like have the game, crack it, and upload a version that you can download to the internet. Wow. That's all it took was just waiting for someone, some other freakazoid to do that for me. Freakazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That just, there's you, a lot you of talking. Old, we could just do an entire episode of old nostalgia games cast. To play. Yeah. I, I, we never played Oregon Trail in like elementary Same. and middle school. We never we did played it. played Oregon Trail with the three and a half inch floppies. Math Blaster 1. <laughs> Moonlander? Moonlander, of course. How can you oh, not play Moonlander? Hell yeah. Weirdly, didn't play Oregon Trail in school, right? But Oregon Trail, before Let's Plays were a thing at all, it was my first Let's Play. Because these people, I don't know who they were, had recorded themselves playing a game and uploaded it to their website. And it was so fucking funny that it went viral at the time which was probably like a few thousand people and it was so funny i've tried high and low to find it because i think it was one of the first let's plays that ever existed in like an internet capacity so isn't that funny hmm. never played it but like it was my first let's play huh yeah i'm into it the relics of the internet that's what happens when you are completely like unsupervised on the internet from age 11 on <laughs> Pod podcast is canceled no more twig we're gonna just do nostalgia cast that's from fine now on. there's like nostalgia cast it's a, a new podcast we're gonna do it's just gonna it's gonna be a patron only thing because we need to reward those people <laughs> yeah for being awesome but then we'll also have to record it because i want to be playing games at the same time <sighs> like old school so <laughs> just load up the main machine so are we doing Let's Plays, but in podcast form? Yeah. Where they can't watch. They can just hear me rage. <laughs> Such a good <laughs> idea, though. It's basically Let's Plays for the blind. Yeah. I mean, perfect. Listen, perfect. We'll get someone here that can know, like, ASL, so they can sign what you're doing. Yeah. To the blind. To the blind. Yeah. Over a podcast. I'm trying to be inclusive, all right? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> anyway. Why don't I just so talk in Braille for you? Why don't you... um. Sign to me what you played this week. Oh my god. 
It's perfect. I don't know if you've ever heard someone or seen heard. If you've ever been witness to two people having a sign language argument, it's loud. It's. <laughs> I only it know it because my like one of my mom. My mom is a volleyball coach, and years ago she coached for this high school and one of the other coaches for the team because it was multiple coaches her parents were deaf so like you could see them getting in arguments about whatever and like they were completely deaf like can kind of read lips but really reliant on their daughter who could hear but you just see them fucking going at it it's like (laughs) are they fighting or just having a really exuberant conversation. <laughs> Most of the time it was just an exuberant conversation because they were happy about the game. But either way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. that's right. What did oh, I yeah, play so what this did week? you play this week? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, I got lost in explaining What did things. you week this week? Uh, weeking this week, I weeked. Oh, no. And then I weeked. And I this weeked. In gaming. And then I weeked. It sounds... Dirty at this point. Let's uh, move on. Um, I also played. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, this week uh, I played a whole bunch of games. I'm probably gonna forget most of them, honestly, because I installed, played, uninstalled because I got bored with it pretty fast. Um, I played Mud Runner. Have you ever heard of the game Spin Tires? Nope. It's a sim game. It's it literally it. It's what it sounds like. You're in like trucks and shit and it's just it's a a real world simulation of being in trucks and trying to get from one destination to another without destroying your vehicle you're playing owl simulator yeah i was playing owl simulator (laughs) but in the mud yeah mud runner is literally it's like set in fucking like russia and everything around you is just mud so you gotta like figure out how to tact tactically tactfully get whatever vehicle, however heavy it is or whatever, to one destination and back and what whatever they give you for a quote-unquote mission. Mm-hmm. So I played that for like two hours and realized this is fucking stupid. <laughs> Every time I looked at the computer screen, you, it looked like you hadn't moved at all. And I was like... That's what it felt like. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it, it Don't get me wrong. It's good if you're into that shit. Like if you're into like Truck Simulator and all those simulator games. But like I... It's... They've had iterations of this game for years now. And I'm like, oh, I want to install it. And every time I want to go install it, it's in Russian. That doesn't seem right. So like, no, but it's on Game Pass. So I was like, okay, I'll install it and play it. Try it, whatever. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Um, Played Fez this week. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. But it's not for me. Okay. Because it, it's platforming, a, puzzly, rotate them up, three D aspect, right? Yeah, it like that's the fun part to it. If you didn't understand what I just said, please look up Fez. Yeah, absolutely. No, look up Fez. It's a good game. It's just not my thing. I delightful little indie darling. I think the thing is, is the music isn't like enticing me enough. Because like, if I'm getting into a game, especially if it's like a puzzle game, I need to have like really good music. You know, I keep on hearing the birds from the fucking YouTube video out in the <laughs> living room. But isn't it delightful? I feel like I'm in a goddamn museum. You are. Uh, but no, it it just it it didn't draw me in enough to play for more than like an hour or two. And then I was like, yeah, no, I'm done. 
I'm done with this. Um, I've been playing Ori in the Blind Forest. It's so cute. Which the first 15 minutes alone. I swear to God, someone used to work at Pixar. Yeah, this exactly. That's what I was going to say. It's, Not it's a word. like watching Up. It's like watching the first four minutes of Up. The first 15 minutes of Ori in the Blind Forest is yep. like, oh, okay, you just told a whole life story. <laughs> I was running back with all the fruits and I'm like, oh no, oh no, yeah. oh no. Yeah, same. I thought you were going to play as the big guy the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I, I thought that was Ori the whole time. Exactly. Because I the game came out. I didn't even watch like any of the trailers or anything. I just like looked at stills of the game. And I, I didn't like, realize Whatever. which character was Ori until the trailer at E3 this year for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Right. And But still, uh, it's such a fun game. It's Which, shout out to Josh Foreman, who's currently working on that project. Oh, is he? Yeah. Hell yeah. Nice. It's one of the jobs he picked up. Nice. But um, it's great. Uh, yeah. I mean, he does level design, right? Yeah, he did um, atmosphere and level design for a lot of the stuff in Guild Wars 2. Well, yeah. th th that's and like the perfect game to do it, like because level design is like huge. More than like any normal platformer. Because this is like, these maps are very expansive. And like... It's crazy. Like, if you've ever played, um, is it any? Is it all like um, Never Alone, the one that I played with the little Arctic fox and the Eskimo girl? Not really. It's more like um, ah shit. I don't know that game. Fuck you. It's uh, uh, I know. Don't shit your pants. That's a great <laughs> game. Hold on. It's on Game Pass. Don't shit your pants is a great game. Have you played it? <laughs> no, but I've watched many people play it, and oh my everybody God, the at first commands. Everybody like... at first is always like, "Okay, what really is this game?" Yeah, and oh my God, I love. I think I got every achievement in that game, but of course you don't save it because it's an online thing. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I swallowed a bug. <clears throat> Was it a good bug? Momento. Oh, <laughs> I just gotta get this list up. It's. Once I see it, I'm like, oh, oh no yeah, rush. this fucking game. Um, oh, man. It was a good day today. Overall, I, I'm i a little sad. Like, I'll get into what I played this week, but I'm a little sure. sad that I didn't play um, Eve. Elite Dangerous. Oh. Or yeah. EVE Online. Well, yeah. I did play EVE Online this week for a little bit. I didn't get to play Elite Dangerous. I came home yesterday and I was like, you know what I want to do? I just want to put on Interstellar. In the background, because it's Hell not yeah. it's one of those movies that you'll you'll pay strict attention to it the first time you watch it. Yeah. And after that, you're really only paying attention when he's crying or getting into weird planets and or that ending bit with amazing, the black hole. amazing movie. It really is. But you only need to pay attention to it the first time. Yeah. The next times it's just like, this is a really good movie that I don't It's like Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. You just leave it running and every yeah. now and then glance over and be like, oh, yeah, space. Yeah. Hollow Knight. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's the same style game of Hollow Knight where it's a lot of going back and forth. But like the more you go back and forth, the more you find in even these same spots because you've gained more stuff. It's it's very good. Um, I played the Turing test this week, which was um, it's it's portal reskinned, essentially, which is not a bad thing no no it's it's no a, because if they would freaking make portal three we'd be a happy bunch <laughs> of people but it's yeah. a very good thing they don't know how to count to three so this actually is perfect because i can just pull up the list of what's on game pass because i played a lot of game pass games this week you sure why did. not i paid <gasps> vampire yes is it on pc or console both oh yes i wanted to play that so what bad vampire? vampire it's the it's, rpg okay. that sank 
It did really bad. Uh, was and that I, the one that was done by Bandai Namco? I don't remember. I don't think so. I was very excited about Bandai it. Bandai Namco? It was no, pretty, that's, that's, um, that's the one that's not out yet. Okay. It was pretty recent. I keep getting them confused. But it looked so good. It did very bad. And I feel bad participating in it doing bad because I don't want to buy it. What if it's really bad? Yeah, because this was... But I don't want to play it. This <laughs> That was focus. To be fair... Um, just because everyone says that it's bad doesn't necessarily make it so. Like, The Order 1886 was a fantastic game, and I it was worth all $7 I spent on it's it. It's just, it's very, that's very story-driven. It's, it's very, very linear. Movie. Yeah, that too. It's, it's like, somewhere in between um, being a game and being uh, a Quantic Dream. Yeah, and see, I'm not, like, I'll watch a Quantic Dream, but if I sit down to play something, I don't want to play a Quantic Dream game. Yeah. I love Quantic Dreams games. I, I'm I'm story trash. Yeah, you are, uh, and I'm just I want to just get to the meat of things. You're the gameplay trash. I'm the story trash. Yeah. Um, I'm just quickly going through this list. The uh, Turing Test. Yeah, I played that. Um, there was one more. Was it The Sims? No, I did not play The Sims. Well, I'm just thinking about one more from from Games Pass. From Games Pass. Games Pass. Yeah, it's like Brooks's <laughs> or Hannaford's. I was playing Metro Exodus this week. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. You installed Metro. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun, actually. Yeah. Uh, because, like, when I – like, I have for the PS4, but I only got, like, two hours into it. And then – well, that that was the day, like, four games came out all on the same day. And I think I prioritized games. I think that was when Spider-Man came out. Hmm. I don't remember. Either way. I think way, so. But, like, I prioritized games over it. Over it? Over, over it? it? Overwatch? Overwatch? Also, Pony Island's on Game Pass. Nice. I own Pony Island. I know so. you do, but it's. I saw it and I was like, oh no. Sunset <sighs> Overdrive. Um, I already have it for the Xbox, but it's fun. It's Something. cartoony, almost. Zombies. It's like a good mix. It's like if you were Crazy Taxi, but on your feet. Okay. Like that. that style of like back and forth banter and music in the background, but you have this one specific thing. Like you're in a zombie place where you're at the city that you're in. The people turned into zombies called OD because of an energy drink. I knew there were energy drinks involved in here yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it's it's from a company called Fizco. Because I remember it when it came out, the trailer for it, it was reminding me a little bit of DMC Devil May Cry. Yeah, it, it's very, very similar. I believe it's actually an uh, Activision game. I don't remember. It doesn't say on this list, because why would it? It's, um, Xbox Game Studios, but it's not just them. Either way, it's very fun. It's uh, it's a good, just like kind of fucking run around and kill time along with zombies. I'm doing great today, aren't I? I'm just yeah. fucking. You're here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I played Crypto Necrodancer because Proxy bought it for me. Yeah, I got to be the sugar daddy. Yeah, I <laughs> I played that for like a good forty five minutes. Mm. Uh, I played Cadence of Hyrule before that. Because it's Cadence of Hyrule. Yep. I like Cadence of Hyrule better. Yeah. Crypt is a lot harder because in Cadence, in Cadence, the map, it's not just this one big fucking thing like it is, but every section is a cube. And when you defeat all the enemies in that cube, you don't have to keep following the beat. 
So like it would be like if say you beat a whole floor of the dungeon and everyone was dead, you could just walk around without keeping the beat and like losing your multiplayer. See, I and get all that. The, the um the menu when you die and have to resurrect in that game. Yeah. In uh, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, you can turn off needing to move to the rhythm. Right. In that like selection. Yeah, room. but that's it. I left it on. Yeah. Because for me, that was like a huge part of it was like I'm just getting so in the groove. You know, the thing that is, I can't stop. The or thing, I'm though, not get is back into it. I, I already got used to cadence where you don't have to do that when you're not near enemies. If there's no enemies in the cube of the map that you're in, you don't have to do that. So it's like, OK, well, this is cool. Like, whatever. And then I play Crypt and it's like, oh, fuck, I got to keep going to keep my fucking multiplayer up. Because if you lose the beat, you lose a coin multiplier, and then that, you know, you don't, you can't buy certain items, and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to just power through what else I played. I mean, if nothing in particular does, wow, stand out to you. You played Skyrim. That's cool. Yeah, I play a lot of Skyrim. Yeah. I played a lot of Skyrim, like so Sorry. much that I burnt myself out a little I know. bit, That's which the is problem. why I, I, the last four days, I've just been staring at my computer screen, going, "What the fuck do I play?" Yeah. Mass Effect Two. No, I don't like the Mass Effect games. Oh, I tried. Man. I. I can't. Uh, it's an unfortunate thing. Like I'm sorry, Static, but it's. Because I know he's listening. I mean, I'll, I'll eventually end up streaming them. Or yeah. at least the second one, because I love the second one. And I'll listen to it. I just won't watch it. But honestly, though, like when you're streaming, I'm normally doing something else. You are background noise for me. <gasps> Yay. Plain and simple. Like, I love you, but <laughs> I don't pay attention to games, especially when they're story driven, which is 90% what you play. It is. It's a lot of what I play. Which is fine. But, um... Yeah, no, I, I, I got so, like, burnt out of Skyrim because I was playing for hours on end. And come, like, this past Tuesday, I'm just, like, looking at my monitor going, what do I play? That was me when I, that day, uh, I don't remember if it was when you were um, gone in Boston or not. But I remember getting home from work and just playing Skyrim for, like, seven straight hours. Yeah. Which, like, I'm pretty good about taking breaks every couple hours because I get fidgety but I just sat there for seven hours and then I went to bed and I was like who am I yeah. am I Dovahkiin <laughs> Fusroda <laughs> but I, I, I think tonight I'm gonna pick up uh, my friend Pedro because oh, it's, it's wow, yeah. $16.99 right now on Steam it's on sale on Steam instead of the $20 it costs it's got the uh, the, <laughs> the um Devolver bootleg collection is 1% off again. Yeah, oh, good. good. Great. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's like, how could I lose? $5. It's $4.94 instead of $4.95, right? Uh, yep. I'm good at math. Yeah, you did math. I'm proud of you. <laughs> but as, as far as I can remember, that's all I played. I don't think I played anything else. If I did. Whoops. Oh, well. Who knows? Nobody will know. Eh. Yeah. I'm sure I'll I'll get to my monitor later and be like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Rob, what'd you play? I think I only played Horizon this week. Yeah, you did. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> you're back at Horizon. I am. Back on that trash can. Yeah, but you, you're trying on a new mode. I am. I said it last week, but I started a new game, of course, on uh, easy mode instead of story mode, which is the further I get into the game distinctly more difficult <laughs> i told you <laughs> not so much so that 
it's like impossible for me to play. I'm having a time here understanding that easy mode is a step above another mode. Story mode is one hit kill for most things. Well, the pro- well, no, but yes, because I have at this point the most powerful bow in the game with all the bells and whistles and every modification it could ever have. And I have two of the best sets of armor that you can possibly get. So yes, most things by the end are a one hit kill in story mode for me. But on easy mode, I got my fucking ass handed to me because there's these, I want to call them like sandworm machines. That's essentially what they are. Where they just dig under the ground and then they'll come up at you. You can't think the worms from Beetlejuice. Yeah. Again, haven't seen Beetlejuice in a long time. Well, we can't. I saw it once when I was like under 10 years old. Well, we can't be friends. You have to move out. It's very scary when you're a little kid. I remember seeing it when I was little and I hadn't seen it. I didn't watch it for a very long time. And then it was like a couple years ago, I watched it again and I was like, oh my God, why did my mother let me watch this? I need to watch it again so I can know like It's pretty good. But yeah. Um, but sandworm just digs underground and then it comes up and it's got yeah. like spinning blades on its stomach that like help it move around and they just fucking slice right into you. And its hitbox is like, if it's the size of my arm, its hitbox is like a good six inches outside of my arm, but like scale Whoa. it up. It's just okay, huge yeah. for no reason. So, Unreasonably sized hitbox. Yeah. So it would just come up out of the ground. I'd be like 10 feet away. And it would still knock me over and knock out half my health. So I go, I walk past a zone. I'm on my way to something. I know exactly what I'm doing. And I happen to pass a corrupted zone. And corrupted machines are just like, they have corruption, which is like a disease for the machines. And if you catch it, it makes your health drain a little bit. If other machines are corrupted, they're like super hard. So I pass a corrupted zone. You clear them, you get experience. So I was like, oh, hell yeah. One rock breaker. I'll go kill that one rock breaker. There's no way there's two because they're difficult enough as it is. And then combine that with the fact that it's corrupted. It's going to be very difficult. It's only one. I can handle it. And I got one of them, maybe a third of the way dead. And then the other one pops up out of fucking nowhere. So I had two very strong machines eating my asshole from both ends. For probably 15, 10, 15 minutes, it was the hardest battle I've ever fought in a game, including Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> the, the Bandai Namco vampire game? Code Vein. Code Vein. Thank you. Did it you? just came to my brain. I didn't even I was going to say, did you like come across it on nope. your phone or something? Nope. Um, but I sense that in story mode, those rock breakers wouldn't have been as difficult but man, that extra like, what point two five percent, like difficulty that and like hits that they do and hits that I do is like such a difference that I didn't realize. But it's fine. Well, damn. Yeah, but I'm just gonna go up and up and up a difficulty every time I new game plus until eventually you are Aloy. Well, she yes. wants to platinum the game. I want this to be the first and only game I ever platinum. For me, that was Portal. The and only thing that's going to stop me is if I find some game-breaking bug, and that's not going to happen. <laughs> so. <laughs> if you get eight hours in and all of a sudden it glitches. Yeah. Like Tim with uh, Bioshock. Oh, God. That was the worst. It was. 
What'd you Ooh. play? Uh, oh man. So let me let me bring you back to Furry Friday. Oh, <laughs> oh no. god. We played Amorous. Yeah, we did. As a group. And we made it. I think you guys had left by then, but we made it all the way to the end with Mercy. Oh. Yeah, we left at the first date. Delightful. The entire rest of Mercy's storyline, delightful. Oh. Um, could not have asked for a better ending. <laughs> it was very funny because we named our character Shitload. <laughs> I yeah, forgot about that. Sure did. So, like, by the end of it, Nicole and I are both, like, several drinks in. Mm-hmm. Pretty tips. And she's voicing Mercy. I'm voicing the main character, dude. <laughs> just hearing her try to get all into like, oh, shitload. And it was the funniest, <laughs> funniest thing. Yeah. It was such a good time. But, you know, because of that, now she's playing Amorous on her own accord. She's also because trash Because we're all trash. Yeah. Um, so that was my Saturday experience. Uh, I also <laughs> picked up and dabbled a little bit in um, Angels with Scaly Wings. Mm-hmm. One of the many, many games that I purchased this week. You know, when you... I had a your kind of week where I'm just like, I want to buy every game. When you said Angels with Scaly Wings, I thought you were just like calling a game that had a different title. That, Angels and that's with just, Scaly just Wings. Just because it, that's what it was. And you're like, oh, because like we make funny titles for we games. Do. I thought it was a different game. And then I saw it. And I was like, that's actually what the game is called. Yeah. Angels with Scaly what Wings. What the fuck? It's like you open a portal into another world with dragon dudes. And now you're it's like a dragon boy dating simulator that I paid real human monies for. Ideal. Um, But I got the DRM free version. So if it's real good and I know Sarah and I are the same type of recyclable trash. So like, yeah, if you want to play it after I just give you a copy. It's it's great that they did that. I am recyclable. I don't want that trash on my computer. It's fine. We can, it, it works on laptops, too. On Chromebooks? Oh, God. Uh, look, we'll put some... I'll run it on the freaking Ouya if I have to. <laughs> uh, oh, that'd be great. A little dating box. Oh, my God. And we'll you call can it find the, a use for we'll it. fucking call it the hit box. Oh, my God. Write it down. Call it the... Your it's already the recorded. That's fair. I should be recording this. <laughs> Wait, we're not rolling? Um, oh, boy. So then... We started Dust and Elysian Tale this yes, week. Which was like, I don't know what I thought it was, but it's not at all what I thought it was. I don't know why. Very good. I'm yeah, enjoying it. It's adorable. Um, didn't get to play it on Wednesday because if I had been smart enough to pay more attention to when GDQ was, we would have not been streaming at all this week. I would have been like, we're taking the week off to watch GDQ and highly recommend that everyone else do so as well. Mm. Because I get like... I'm a little torn because, like, I want to be there to entertain the people who are regulars for our stream. But at the same time, like, I also want to share with them the GDQ, things that, the, the things, the that, things are, that really make this community yeah, what it the, is. The things that are going currently going on, which, P.S., <laughs> I didn't mention it last week or this week, but Game Done Quick is going on right now until, like, 1 a.m. Sunday. Yep. So. I'm very excited. <laughs> it's They already broke a million. They did. So that's great raising money for doctors without borders. Yeah. And so I was, I would have told people just go watch that. But, and then, uh, of course our usual played some, uh, persona five finally beat Kamoshida. Yeah. But now we're trying to figure out what happened. Cause he apparently suspended himself. So, uh, mm-hmm. um, not in the dark doki doki kind of way, but in like the, he's not going to school kind of way. Hmm. So there's that. Um, and then I reinstalled and played a little bit of Eve online. Mm hmm. 
yeah, you on made Wednesday a, night. You made a, a muscle boy. I did. I made a, a big old muscle boy and uh, not quite Borth Sampson. Yeah. But uh, he's up there. And I did a few missions in that. And I was like, eh, I kind of remember why I didn't really like get sucked into this game. It's a lot of just like managing stuff. Oh. You don't really do much of anything. You just like, oh, I can look around. There's my target. Right click. Go to target. Oh. And then it flies there. Yeah. And then you're there and it's like, okay, I have to take out this hostile. So you like right click orbit 500 meters. So you're orbiting around it. Mm-hmm. Then you have to lock on and also track. So you're looking at it so you don't get dizzy. And then you just click your attack button and it auto attacks and refreshes and auto attacks and refreshes and auto. And you just like it, you let it do that until it is done attacking. Oh, my God. It's minimal input mm. is at least the beginning part of it is. Anyone who's like an avid EVE online player is probably screaming at me right now. Yeah. I'm because sure. I know they have a great community. And I know there's a lot that goes on in there. But that's a lot of those like it didn't grab me and pull me in. Yeah. And unfortunately, if it's one of these kind of games where it's like, hey, if you have to pay real money for good content. Speaking then- of paying good money for content. But yeah, I mean, like there, there's just some game styles that aren't for everybody. Yeah, so I'm. I made sure I had uh, Elite Dangerous installed, and I'm gonna be probably playing that a little later because it's yeah. basically Euro Truck Simulator, but in space. <laughs> I mean, that's all I want. Space Simulator. I tried to play American Truck Simulator a few months ago, and it, the controls are so difficult to like actually navigate that I got frustrated, and I was like, "Fine, I quit." I love and hate Elite Dangerous for its complexity. I don't know if you've ever tried to play it. No. The controls aren't great. Uh, great. If you're playing with a keyboard and mouse, the controls aren't great. Ideally, you want a flight stick. If you want to really cripple yourself, use a controller. But <laughs> I started getting used to the keyboard use a controls. Controller. Oh, my God. Use a dance pad. <laughs> I started really getting used to the keyboard controls. But this is like it's the kind of specific that say you're out and about and mm-hmm. you're mining some asteroids and you're picking up some asteroids. Hold stuff. on. I have to I have to get into the zone. Okay. Okay, I'm in the zone. All right. Go ahead. You're mining some asteroid stuff. You're going, you got your cargo scoop hanging out underneath your ship. So you blow up some pieces, you fly down, you scoop up some asteroid pieces. Yeah. You got a good haul. You're going to go back to the spaceport. So you head back to the space station. And it's not like um, in No Man's Sky where you get to a space station. Once you get through the door, it pretty much auto takes over for you, parks your ship. No, no. You have to get within a certain range, radio range of the spaceport. And then while you're still approaching, request docking from the station. Oh, my God. Docking will uh, either grant or deny access for docking. Usually grant unless you're like a horrible person or something like you're wanted. I don't know. (laughs) So now if you don't request docking before you dock, you're screwed. Oh, my God. Uh, I think there's like a fine for it or something. And I'm guessing all of the ship buttons and the request dock button are on the other side of the keyboard. Uh, I don't remember. I know that they're they're pretty well set up oh, from well, what I good. remember. It's just still really complex. Mm-hmm. And then so now you've 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 sent your request for docking. You've gotten granted access to dock. So now you try and maneuver your ship into the opening and it's kind of like an open hatch, at least the one that I went to. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of descend into the station. You then have to not just land in a specific area on the platform, because while I'm saying this. <laughs> I'm realizing that I also didn't explain the throttle, that the throttle isn't like I push forward, I go forward, I stop pushing forward, I keep coasting till I stop. Yeah. It's I push up on the throttle and it increases the throttle till I stop pushing up and then it will stay wherever it is. 
You and then I have to push down to lower the throttle, and I can put reverse thrusters on. And of course, there's no friction in space, so it's just like it I'm going to continue with whatever yeah. momentum I had. I wish the face that I am feeling my face make could be heard. <laughs> it's real good. So, okay. So now you're dealing with all this stuff. You finally balanced your ship out with like retro thrusters and whatnot. And you finally aligned yourself and you're ready to come down, but you can't just come down and land. No, no. It's very important first that not only did you retract your cargo scoop, but that you put out your landing gears. Oh my God. So it's now easier. your landing gears are down and now you can safely <laughs> land. It's no, easier fuck this noise. to fly an actual plane. <laughs> With the way planes work these days, it's actually easier to fly a plane than to play this game. I would rather fly a plane into space <laughs> and hold my breath. Virgin no oxygen. Yeah. Oh, geez. A Cessna. So, the size of my car. <laughs> but the, that's also the thing I love about it is that if it's, you're the type of person that wants to get... Re- ridiculously immersed yeah you can i mean it yeah. also has vr mode oh. which i don't it's not something like a separate thing you buy i bought the game and it has vr mode yeah i just don't have a vr headset right so if i did can you imagine having like a flight chair with the flight stick and the vr headset my buddy um, yeah see no matter no. it it doesn't matter how difficult it is to play that would be sick as hell you know i spend a lot of useless money on useless shit that's video game related i would never buy a fucking flight deck i absolutely would nope because realism. Um, so Cuckman actually has. Oh, Cuckman. Cuckman. He has a VR headset, a Vive, and has played that uh, the VR experience that is Elite Dangerous. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's crazy about it is you can also open up a browser tab on the browser in your ship. What the <laughs> like, fuck? So I can have like YouTube open watching videos or listening to music while I'm traveling. Because that that's is- one of the things that people say is like, if you're traveling, even at like warp speed from one location to the other it's real-time travel Hmm. they've essentially mapped i think most of the milky way galaxy yeah for this game and there's been some people that have discovered crazy things in this game from Mm -hmm. like black holes where you get you can like pass through the event horizon there was one where two planets orbits accidentally crossed so one planet starts going through the other one oh my god and people just like seeing the crazy shit that happens that's so fucking cool um it's a very, very interesting in game, but my God, they've also got like um, in No Man's Sky. Obviously, you land on a planet, you get out of your ship and you just kind of like walking around or at least yeah. you used to. Yeah, they've had land roving vehicles that you can use in Elite Dangerous for some time now. Mm-hmm. And you can also discover like alien life and all sorts of crazy things. Like, I really want to get into it. There's an entire faction in Elite Dangerous of actual human players called the Fuel Rats hmm. that if you're out in space and you're a new player or, you know, maybe you just didn't plan well enough, you can run out of fuel mid-space. Oh, shit. And then once you run out of fuel, your reserve power comes on, and then you only have a certain amount of time before you start running out of oxygen and you will die. Oh, my God. So, I mean, hyper-realistic as far as that's concerned. And the fuel rats, you can, they're like, if this happens to you, do this to grab your coordinates in space, log the heck out of the game, and contact the fuel rats with your coordinates and someone will come and supply you fuel. Aw. I was like, that is awesome. That's so nice. It's like AAA, but for space. Yeah, and like, I'm assuming these people don't get paid for it. Probably not. It's just like, it's a certain, like a bunch of people just really like the game and that's what they do now. Anyway, that I'm hoping to play some yeah. Elite Dangerous later on. That sounds sick. Uh, that I played sounds- a little bit of Cthulhu's Pet 2. 
Yeah, it's got color in this it's one. It's got color. You can change it to not color mode if oh. you want. Uh, I'm, I'm not really liking it as much as I like the first one. Yeah. I think that's just most mostly because they don't have the option to pay them a dollar and have all the ads gone. Yeah. And it's mostly like things that you want to do in game. It's like watch an ad to do this. And I'm like, I'd, I'd rather pay the dollar, please. I'd rather pay you $15. Yeah. For the whole game <laughs> and not need to do this. Yeah. Can I do that? No, not an option yet. <laughs> Maybe yeah. they'll make it an option. Honestly, you should like contact their support and be like, can I give you a dollar in exchange for no ads? Do you have a version, please? Can I have it? I'll pay I you mean, a dollar. It, this game's not even out on iPhone yet. Like, it's Android oh, exclusive. That's, yeah, that's fair. If it's like so super small. it's probably small. still in like beta. Yeah. Um, but that's the extent of me and the things I've played this week. So let me bring up my list here now that we're like five hours into the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Five hours worth of rambling. Sorry, it took three hours for me to figure <laughs> out what fucking games I played. <laughs> so games that are coming at you next week, Tuesday, July 2nd, we'll have Final Fantasy XIV Shadowbringers DLC for PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Mac, surprisingly. Yeah. Apex Legends Season 2 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, Red Faction Guerrilla Remastered Edition for Switch. So yeah. basically just Red Faction Guerrilla for Switch. Yeah. Um, Wednesday, July 3rd, Just Cause 4, Los, Los Demonios? Yeah. Okay. DLC for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Thursday, July 4th, Stranger Things 3, the game for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And Wonder Blade for PC. Friday, July 5th, Sea of Solitude for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Attack on Titan 2 Final Battle for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And They Are Billions for Xbox One. Not They Might Be Giants, it's They may be they, they Are Billions. PlayStation Plus games for July. We have Pro Evolution Soccer 2019, Horizon Chase Turbo, and both of these games become available Tuesday, July 2nd. Kind of a lackluster yeah, what the fuck? PS Plus this month. Yeah, I'm not regretting that I haven't renewed mine. Still, I buy mine a year at a time, so I was gonna and I just didn't because I didn't have the money at the time. That's fair. Um, Xbox games with gold for July. Who freaking knows? Microsoft doesn't. So that's yeah, <laughs> I, I'm really mad because like every I don't remember what website it is, but they were like every single day leading up to the end of the month. Um, They'll be like PS Plus games announced it's express mail. It's express mail. It is. And then I'll click on it and be like, oh, thank God. Finally, an article. And they'll be like, in very broken English, which is not a judgment. It's just an observation. But in very broken English, it will be like, the games that are going to be coming out for PS Plus or Xbox Live, in this case, are going to be announced. Maybe, potentially, sometime today. Maybe tomorrow. But there's no way that it could be any later than Friday because they never extend it into the next month and they don't announce on Saturday or Sunday. And it's like, did you have to write four articles about how they might announce the games? <laughs> Honestly, though, they might actually do like a Saturday thing because Major Nelson's actually been known to do that is occasionally do a Saturday thing, especially where they're coming off of E3. Maybe. And they just announced the 11 indie titles yeah. that Foxy's going to list off in a minute. Yeah, it's unusual for it not to be the last Wednesday like PS Plus, but it's not unheard of. Right. I'm well, just and, frustrated that like right. I and was looking. Microsoft doesn't ever actually have a uh, set date to do their releases. No, they don't. It's just the last, I think like seven months, it's always been the last Wednesday, right. so yeah. it's weird. 
So that being said, uh, Xbox Games Pass has some games that are coming to it for console and PC. Uh, Bad North, Banner Saga 3, Goner, My Time at Portia, Worms, WMD, Yoku's Island Express, and for PC exclusive, For the King, Machinarium, Time Spinner, Unavowed, and Undertale. Hell yeah! Hell yes, Undertale. Not that I'm going to play it, but I could. <laughs> I'll play it again on another platform. Honestly, I God would... God knows we're going to buy it for the Switch, too. I Yeah, I mean, I, I like, would buy it for the Switch, probably, because... Just to see if, they, if Toby Fox added anything weird into it. Yeah, probably I don't not. Know. Anyway, that's all we got for what we've played and for games that will be coming back. Uh, if you would like to hear some gaming news, you can either A, stay tuned till after our short commercial break, or B, insert $5.99 on Patreon <laughs> to download the rest of the episode now. Ooh, I like that idea. <laughs> Just put the money in your disk drive and press go. Yeah. Mommy needs a better paycheck. We'll be <laughs> right back. Have you noticed that for some reason it's become common culture for apps and websites to invasively collect your personal data and track the websites you visit in order to better advertise to you? Is it just me, or does that make you more than a little uncomfortable? We at Yadu don't believe in tracking the browsing habits and collecting personal data of our friends. That's you. That's why you'll never find a targeted ad on our website, a notification about using cookies, no matter how delicious they may be, or creepy men in black suits with no fingerprints rooting through the shoebox under your bed. We aim to keep the Yadude experience ad-free. However, since we're not willing to shake you down for your sweet, sweet personal information, that means we need to cover the cost of production another way. If you really enjoy this podcast or any of the projects under the Yadude or WYDG brands, you can show your support in several ways. If you're all about covering your naked body when you go out in public, perhaps check out our merch store, linked in the description. There you'll find all sorts of things that we've designed for you to wear, as well as other useful items. If you're interested in sponsoring this or one of our other podcasts, check out patreon.com backslash yadude, link in the description, and sign up for a monthly pledge. We have several different reward tiers that you can choose from, starting as low as $1 per month, and each coming with different sponsor-exclusive benefits. Thank you so much for listening to our work, and thanks to those who have signed up on Patreon already. Our goal is to keep Yadude and WYDG ad-free and never collect your personal information for profit. Now, back to the show. You are now breathing manually. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the audible... <gasps> <laughs> like made me lightheaded. Let's uh, jump into some gaming news. I'm gonna throw it on over to Morgan though for posterity and stuff. Yeah. So as Proxy said, this is this week in gaming episode 116. We are recording this on Friday, June 28th. When this is your earballs, it will be Saturday, June 29th. Exactly a week till my birthday. Yeah. Well, when it, when it hits your earballs, that is. Yeah. You're gonna be 29 again. I want everyone to send me gifts. Okay. Everyone. We'll link your uh, Steam account in the description. So no, we'll link my wishes. fucking bank account for deposits only. <laughs> we'll link your PayPal. I don't even have a PayPal. We'll link my PayPal. Either way. <laughs> uh, moving into news. Uh, we're going to start off with a little Red Dead Redemption news, actually. Red, 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 red. Red, 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 red
the the tale of Buster Scruggs. Scruggs. Oh yes, the tale of Buster Scruggs. The ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. Uh, so Red Man Dead shot. Red Dead Two Online is going to be allowing players the ability to change their character's appearance at will without changing or reverting their progress. I didn't know that wasn't a thing. So yeah, I I guess for the whole time that it's been a thing, you just were stuck with what you made, which. When you make a character and when you actually see the character in game, it's two different things. Right. <laughs> so this ability will be coming in a future update, which is likely to be coming soon. Uh, Rockstar also announced another update coming this summer that will give players the ability to choose roles and level up bounty hunting, trading, or collecting skills. And since we don't play the game, not a thousand percent sure what that I mean, means, I could look but... into it, honestly, because I still have it. Yeah. I want to play Red Dead 2. Really I still bad. have to beat it. I still haven't beaten it. I want to play it so bad. I just, I feel like I... Got a root and toot. With games, I feel like I'm Bilbo Baggins. And you, I'm just you, spread you are. Butter spread over too much bread. Yeah. So uh, that that's that's it for the Red Dead 2 stuff. I, yeah. I, pro I say I'll look into it, but I'm not going to. Yeah. We know me. That's okay. You all know me. You've been listening to us for 116 episodes. Yeah. So many episodes. So many. Or at least 115, depending on when you found us, because I don't even know what happened to episode one. Fair. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wish I could. F if I find episode one, I will clean it up and I will re-upload it to Patreon exclusively for our backers. Jesus oh Christ. If you could find it, my God. That would be a blast of the past. Don't make me listen to it. I'm pretty sure none of those people have been listening the whole time. Probably many of them have you, like you missed know, out on a lot of them. I'm pretty sure episode one had a whole different host. I'm pretty sure it did. Some weird dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did. Wow, we've gone through a lot. Uh, <laughs> Holy fuck. Shit. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so moving on from there, uh, some Cyberpunk 2077 news. Yeah. Uh, an official tabletop prequel for Cyberpunk 2077 is going to be releasing in an effort to connect the timeline between the original Cyberpunk 2020 tabletop game and Cyberpunk 2077. See, I didn't know the game was a sequel to a tabletop game. It. I mentioned it. Oh, fuck. You may not have been here. Yeah, I wasn't here. I, I don't remember which week. It was a few. It was within the last month. Um, Must have been Boston. That I, there was a Polygon video that Brian Gilbert did where he went over how Cyberpunk 2020, the original tabletop game, and 2077 are connected. And yeah. how he had a theory that it was all connected in some way. But obviously, 2077 takes place a lot later than 2020. Right. So, like, some things are going to be weird. I don't know. But he was kind of right. In a lot of ways, we've since learned about a lot of characters and a lot of plot lines. And now this comes out about a prequel to 2077. It's like a mid-game. That's mid -game. bridge yeah. the gap. So this bridge game, uh, the new tabletop game, is called Cyberpunk Red. And a new starter set called the Cyberpunk Red Jumpstart Kit will go on sale on August 1st at Gen Con specifically. Because apparently, I learned, Gen Con is the biggest tabletop convention ever. Wow. Yeah. Where is Gen Con? I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> uh, the full version of Cyberpunk Red will be available at a future date. Yeah. Uh, I would assume prior to 2077 coming out. Yeah. So. I think it's really cool that... I would assume, like, honestly, the week after Gen Con, it'll be on sale. It's actually really interesting. When I was reading about this, um, the the original guy who wrote 2020, I don't remember his name. I'm very sorry. You're a very cool man. Um, 
they the people like he and the people who published the book and the rules and everything they made more books for the game in anticipation of E3 knowing that at least some people are going to look into cyberpunk and get interested they want lore they want lore yeah and they were absolutely right because they immediately sold out they had extra copies I mean, that's awesome. they immediately sold out which is great because he wrote it in 1988 see i so think it's old. that it's would be OG. one of those books that i could get into because i'm into the more like dystopian oh, yeah. future we, we got to watch we got to watch the polygon video because it made even me go oh fuck this tabletop game looks sick as hell <laughs> yeah that, um, that's taken a lot and i think it's really cool and like they're 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 trying to make more so they can sell more because people want the book really bad. But you can still find the resources online for free, just like D and D. But like you should always try to buy the books to support where it's coming from. But like, you know, the, that's the funny thing about tabletop companies is like they want you to play. It yeah, doesn't matter if absolutely. you can't buy it. They want you to play it, even if it means you have to get it for free from yeah, somewhere. Yeah, you download it. Off it's not ideal. The but they're like, I just want you to play it. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Absolutely. Um, I, I actually look forward to looking up the books and all that stuff. Yeah, and I want to get one. <laughs> maybe actually reading. Uh, I haven't read in years. Well, it's it's like instructions for how to play the tabletop game, but there's so much story and like backstory and characters and right. numbers. Well, it's it'd, like, be, it'd be kind of like reading the PHP. It's like the PHP, but... Like cyberpunk, extra thick and cyberpunk. It's I'm, it's I'm into it. So awesome. Uh, moving on from cyberpunk news uh, into some Steam news, actually. Steam news. Steam's, if anyone doesn't know, right now the Steam summer sale's going on. There's always a sale, but it's the actual summer sale. Yeah, yeah but this has actually claimed a lot of my money this week. Yeah, yeah. And I've gotten emails like every day, and I'm like, "Stop it! I have thirteen dollars." <laughs> You know how much you could get right now for $13? I know. So much. Same. Like uh, You could buy Mass Effect. You could. I, I did. I don't need to. You I could buy it. Elite Dangerous for $8.99. I did. Not this week, actually. That was years ago. <laughs> Either I way. remember buying Elite Dangerous because I was waiting for No Man's Sky to come out. Yeah. Either way. Um, it, we're not talking about the summer sale, though. Uh, Steam's game marketplace now has an official tag for LGBTQ plus games. Uh, there are about 100 games that are currently in the tag. Uh, an independent developer named Yitz, Yitz, am I reading that right? Yep. Yitz shared the conversation with Valve, wanting there to be a tag appropriate for their upcoming visual novel co called uh, To the Dark Tower. Uh, developers have been able to customize their tags, but Steam doesn't allow hub functionality to non-approved tags. I don't quite know what that means exactly. So essentially, Steam's so hub functionality is, um, you so click you click on the tag and it shows you other games related. To right. The tag. Exactly. That's if what I figured. You can tag your games as whatever the fuck you want to tag them. It's just, but it, it's not going to show up as right, that. It's thing. not going to, that's what I figured. Do any of that. Um, so yeah, they, they don't normally, uh, uh they don't, do stuff for non-approved tags, of which LGBTQ plus related tags were not. Uh, which is crazy. It, it is crazy, but, you know, whatever. It, it could have just been a, been a slight misstep, and, you know, Steam's been around for a while, so it's just one of those things that if the subject hasn't been brought up, they're not going to mm. change it. Uh, allegedly, during the discussion, there were many concerns raised over the ease of access of LGBT games to bigots and trolls, but the general agreement was that, quote, People are going to be shitty no matter what, so they might as well do it. That's really fair. 
I mean, that's what I would have said, honestly. It's, I get it. But also, it's kind of like the feeling of like coming out of the closet, whichever closet you're coming out of and being like, I'm going to lose somebody. And it's like, but why am I keeping them around if they're not going to approve of me? Right. And you know, you know I, what I think is, is it took that one person to be like, no, it's fine. We can lose those people. Yeah. Like um, Yitz started it and basically just got a bunch of other indie developers together to be like, hey, to band together. Wouldn't yeah. it could be a good idea? And they were like, actually, yeah, you're right. It would be a good idea. And then Steam was like, okay, but you know that it's going to be bad. And they were like, we know, but actually, I think it's going to be better. I think the good things are going to be outweighed by are going to outweigh the bad things. Right. And that's that's the, that's with anything, honestly. Anything. Especially anything especially at all. game related, like when you have to weigh the outcome, like if the good outweighs the bad, like fucking do it. Yeah. Like Wolfenstein. Should we have Nazis in our game? Yeah, well we why? Because we can kill them. Yeah, cuz we're going to kill them. That's why. <laughs> that's I'm why we're doing that thing. But they invade America in too. Yeah, and we kill them. Violently. Yeah, it's like uh, the the guy who made Doom. Yeah. He's like a super religious dude. And he was like, you guys realize you kill the demons. Yeah, you're right? not becoming the demon. You're not becoming the demon. You're not giving in. You're fighting them and killing them because you're the good guy. Exactly. That's why it's a good game. And I was like, okay, sir, you go. You win. <laughs> well, good on you. Good show. I'm um, glad. But yeah, that's, that's really it. I'm glad Steam finally was like, yes. I'm angry that it's 2019. And it took this long. It took this long. I, I, I get both sides. I'm also angry because if you, I went, the, I was reading about this. It was like the comments on every article about it are like very skewed towards like positive, like people being like, yeah, finally, I'm really glad about that. But there's always one asshole that's just like, but if you're labeling stuff as LGB. Listen, I had to deal with that in our discord this week. I know. But it's like people who are like, well, if you label it as different, then it is different. Don't you want equality? And it's like, okay. I have to like, <laughs> that eye roll is exactly it. I have to like claw my way up just to get on your level. If all it takes is for me to get a tag on a game that nobody's going to play to make me that much closer to being equal to you, then yes. Yeah. That's what I want. I had that discussion you fucking with, uh, dick. <laughs> with one of my coworkers today because... We were talking about how apparently there's some group that's going to be doing a straight pot pride. August event. 31st, yeah. we're going to do a march against it. <laughs> some people were like, we're going to milkshake it. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? And apparently it's just you buy milkshakes and throw milkshakes because. Yeah, it's a, it, ha okay. it, it happened once in the UK. And then they were like, oh, my God, yeah. that's the best way to get back at right? them. It's nonviolent and it's and messy it's, and horrible. It's cold and sticky. And yeah. But yeah, I was like, it, people don't seem to get like the opposite of racism is not racism, but against the majority. It's yeah. It's just straight up not hating people. Yeah. And no one seems to get that. Like they even got that on the pride pins. There's people that are like, "Why is there an ally flag here? Straight people don't need to be a part of this." And it's like, how about we just all stop fighting? It's let people be fucking happy. It's so. It's crazy. Yeah. It. It is a whole thing in itself. It, that's a that's a whole another podcast that it, it is. If you want Morgan to get angry I can't. and cry Static loudly. Static I, does. I can't live I can for like fucking hours. Uh, Static does. 
like I could raise my SJW flag and fucking set fire to everything else. But uh, I'm not going to. In other news. In other news, in our final statement for the day. Yes. Something that I'm sure you're excited about. Uh, I'm excited. And I was excited just reading the freaking title. Exactly. Yeah. Um, we're going to we're going to paint a picture. OK, I'm not a good painter, but I'll give it a go. It's I'm more numbers. of the happy accident type. For me, at least. OK, it's 1992. Yep. Saturday morning. I was born. <laughs> I was five. It's not a Sarah was born simulator. Um, sorry. It's Saturday morning. I'm in my PJs and in the living room eating my Cocoa Puffs or whatever. And I'm watching cartoons. Yep. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtles in the half shell. Turtle power. Yeah, that's right. TMNT, as it's now called. There's a new fan-made Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game based off of the original ones. The old school ones like Turtles in Time. Uh, it's called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Rescue Palooza. Uh, it has been released by a fan community that strives to make fan games of different series. Uh, it's an homage to the arcade and NES TMNT games filled with voice lines from the TV show. There are 60 playable characters in Rescue Palooza. Most of the levels look like they literally just took them straight out of the games like turtles in time and like just all of the the turtle games but like they have like some obscure characters that i totally forgot about like characters from the comic books like the friggin samurai rabbit dude from another comic that was a, a usagi no jimbo yeah or usagi yojimbo oh usagi either way like he's in it as a playable but um you can download the game for free on their website uh, I, I'm going to spell it out because if I say it, it's not going to make sense to me. The game, the the website is called M-E-R-S-O-X.com. MersoX.com. I already love their website. Yes. I haven't been on the website yet. Is it like a whole bunch of like. It's, I mean, Power it's Rangers. All, yeah, there's a lot of Power Rangers games. There's a Super Masters of the Universe. Oh, sick. Yeah. I, I, I very briefly viewed this earlier, and I was like, oh, my God, it's Morgan's Wet Dream. And get this, for those that care about this kind of thing, they have, they are HTTPS. They have SSH. Wow. On the site. It is secured. And I like that they did their own mock-up of the Nintendo um, <laughs> seal of approval. I feel like. I'm, it just says fan game. I'm kind of amazed that they haven't been like immediately taken to court. 60 but playable also, characters. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm, Download yeah. the game. You know I'm going to. I don't care if it's full of viruses. Oh, I got to get it from Game Jolt. Oh, well. Well, because it's fine. just, it, it sends you through a portal. That's all it is. Yeah, because they had to host it somewhere. Yeah. How big is it? It is a compressed folder, 158 megs. Mm. Oh, God. So it's like a gig total. <laughs> you bet your bupkis as soon as we're done with this podcast, I'm going to launch that mofo and Absolutely. see how it looks. Hell yeah. And with that, I'm done. I have no more news. Yeah. No more news. No more news. I see Casey Jones. There's a Thundercats game on this site. Guys, go check the website out. Hell yeah. This is from October. Merso. Dash X M E R S O dash link in the description X as well. Dot com. Oh my god, it it's looks so cool. good. Yeah, it's very cool. Their whole tag, where's their where's go back to the main website? 
their whole like website tag fan games for retro gamers. Yeah. I dig it. It's just a lot of dedication. It's a super karate kid game. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to check out the uh, Amazon mystery link in the description, as well as links to other things that I mentioned we might have links to. Support us on Patreon. We for don't normally. As little as a dollar a month. We don't normally beg. But or as much as $2 a month. I, I have another podcast that we're definitely going to do. You've already started scripting it and asked me to produce it. It's happening. Yes. We don't we don't normally beg, but I quit my job today. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Um yeah. So great. Normandy forever. We need we need that dollar. Um no, but a every extra dollar just helps the production happen. And since I'm too stupid to do it. If you missed it last week, boy, are, we're at the point where the people on Patreon, our Patreon backers, are supporting our ability to have the editing software we're using. Yeah, and it's the it's good incredible. stuff. It's really great. It's the good kush. It is. Um, That good good. That also, good, good. podcast, it's nothing like this one. No. It's, it's not going to be uh, like this one at all. I'm no. very excited. I kind of want it to be a surprise. It you is, should. I'm not Leave saying it. anything about it, so yeah. it's up to you. All I know is we've been back and forth on ideas for it, and I think it has a lot of potential. I think it, it meets all of the needs of that original one that I had an idea for, where it was like a, a horror story, where you're just constant, like people in- Like Pamper in, Chef. People in the in the city that you live in are disappearing because they're being kidnapped by pyramid scheme people. And then I listened Boy, does that to ring true Uncover Escaping Nexium, and I was like, that's too close. Yeah. So, I think this meets my need to have like something different, something different and real and scary, but also interesting and weird. And nobody else is doing it. I'm very excited. This is the one yeah, I'm thinking of, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been super interested in the topic we're going to cover and I know almost nothing about it. So yeah. it'll be really interesting because guys, I'm going to co-host a show that I know nothing about. Yeah. Um, which will be the third time I've done that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> every every time I mention it to somebody specifically, I'm like, it's about this. They're like, I'm going to listen to that. And I'm like, oh, thank you for the validation. Also, <laughs> right. Fuck. <laughs> so I think when... When we do production on that, the plan was to get through the entirety of your uh, episode listing. Yeah. Before releasing the, f like starting to release it to the public so we're not under a time crunch. Yeah. I think we'll probably end up releasing the pilot episode to our Patreon backers exclusively before we actually launch the show. At least that was my thought. I'm running it by you now for the first mm -hmm. time on air. Think about it. We'll, yeah. we'll get back to them. But uh, anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for those who have backed on Patreon, Static Crowbar, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, AJ Baki, and Mark Anthony. Thank you guys. Hell yeah. Appreciate the crap out of you. You're the reason that this podcast can sound the way it sounds. And be simple to produce yeah, for oh simpletons. It's so good. <laughs> thank you guys so much. It really does mean worlds to us. And we will catch you again next week with more gaming stuff. Yeah. Till then, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a Yadu Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, 
a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.